Hi friends, welcome to the Artist's Blend. Today we're talking about the current shows that are on Broadway and the current state they're in. So grab your mug and let's get talking. Um, so it's it's gonna be a doozy today. There's oh, lots yes. of things to talk about. Uh, Strap in, so everybody. So I'm gonna just jump in with coffee. No, mm-hmm. no banter today. Sorry, no, folks. No fiddle faddle. If you only listen for that fiddle faddle. Did you say fiddle? I don't know. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Okay, sorry. No, there fiddle is faddle. banter today, and it comes in the form of fiddle faddle commentary. Um, so the coffee today. Yeah, uh, it's from Chicago. I actually went mm-hmm. to Chicago uh to see my sibling-in-law's graduation a couple weekends ago and they had a um a coffee shop like right next door like on the same block uh nice. as their dorm and so one morning we went down there it's called Hero Hero Coffee mm. Bar and um they have a dark roast from Guatemala and uh on the way out of Chicago before we flew out I grabbed a bag nice. and sent some to Nashville so here yeah. we are with it's, with it's- coffees it's pretty good. We'll talk about it later, mm-hmm. but it's pretty good so far. So yeah. So tell us about the what we're about to do. So for those who are listening, we know what we're doing. Um, <laughs> Sometimes we <laughs> we are breaking down every show that is currently on Broadway, and by breakdown I mean we are giving you the title, what theater it's in, who did music lyrics or book or playwright if it's a play, who directed it any stars that are um, big names or just names in general. Uh, and then like a very quick synopsis of the show. And I, Easton, I don't know about you, but I have like when it opened and or if it closed. Oh, shoot. I should have included that. I did not. That's okay. No, 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 no. No, you're good. I can, That's a good I idea, can though. cut it out. So. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. Um, but other than that, it's just, just a little window, if you will. Um, and we can talk about this at the end, but we got super excited and into the research yeah. of this, and we're like, "Why are we not seeing shows? <laughs> this is upsetting." <laughs> well, I, I know one reason, which is our bank accounts. But other oh, yes, than that, the bank account. What what <laughs> other reason is there? None. <laughs> the joke of there being a fly in a wallet when you open it. Yeah, my fly is dead. Like I don't even. <laughs> the fly doesn't have anything to, to live off nope, of anymore. N- nothing. Nothing anymore. Oh my gosh. Um, so um, we found a list on Playbill, uh, which we'll leave in the uh, link in the show notes, just so if you want to either read along or be able to access. It could be updated by the time this episode comes out. Yeah. Who knows? Um, and also by the time this episode comes out, the Tony Awards will have already been uh, aired. Mm-hmm. And so this, is, this isn't this is old information at that point, but there could be new yeah. information like Tony wins or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and um, we're recording right now. Um, the nominations have been announced. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're like, what, days away from the yes, actual Tonys, it, but with scheduling Sunday, and shows that we're in and, and trips and things, we yeah. couldn't record it after. So here we are. But it'll be cool. <laughs> it'll be like a nice little time capsule. We might come yeah. back and listen to this after the Tonys and be like, oh, well, that's oh, cool. Yeah. We're talking about that. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so to start, I will start from the list at the top and with the first show being Anne Juliet. Yes. And we, before we start, you mm. need to know that there are 38, or excuse me, there are 37. 37. 36. 36 ah. shows, yes. There are currently 36 shows running right now on Broadway. Uh, yes. Which means that if we talked about each one for two minutes, this episode would be over an hour. Don't worry, yes. we're not going to do that. We, we have challenged <laughs> ourselves to condense all this information uh, into a minute. So it's almost Hopefully. like a little challenge. We have little timers so we can yep. catch ourselves when the timer goes off and move on to the next show. So it's going to be yep. a whirlwind. If you uh, if you're like me and you like to speed up uh, podcasts to like two times oh, speed, you might want to ready. keep this one on one time speed because <laughs> it's gonna be fast. Yes, fast and furious. While we can talk fast, it'll be like, what chipmunk episode are we listening to? For What's real? <laughs> or honestly, you might even want to put it at less than a one time speed. Put Maybe. it at point seven we'll five today. Point so seven. Can soak it all in. <laughs> Starting off, we have Anne Juliet, which is in Stephen Sondheim Theater. Music by Max Martin, Swedish pop songwriter. Book by David West Reed. Director Luke Shepard stars uh, Apollo Zott and Betsy Wolf, uh, Keila Settle, Oliver Tomset. The story focuses on what if scenario where Juliet does not die at the end of Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. It's guided by Anne, Shakespeare's wife. Juliet goes on a journey to find out what the rest of her story could be with twists, turns, new characters, and a few rewrites on the spot. 
And Juliet seems to show that you are only defined by your choice, so write your own story. It opened in November 17th of 2022 on Broadway. That was it. I had 20 seconds left. Nice! Woo! That's awesome! <laughs> I didn't know there were that many names in the show. That's so cool. Yep. Love that. There, there's That was just like a scrape. There's so many Crazy. More. Okay. Mm-hmm. Boom. Next. Aladdin. <laughs> Start. So Aladdin is running in the New Amsterdam Theater. It's been there quite a while. Um, music by Alan Menken. Lyrics by Howard Ashman, Tim Rice, and Chad Begulin. Uh, and book also by Chad. Uh, it's based on, obviously, the Disney movie Aladdin by Ron Clements, what? John Musker, Todd Elliott, and Terry Rossio. It was directed and choreographed by Casey Nicola, who also did something else that is currently running. Um, mm-hmm. Synopsis, you probably should know this, but based on the hit animated film, Disney's Aladdin tells the story of a street smart nurse whose life changes suddenly when he meets a magical genie who can get, grant him three wishes. What he really wants is the hand of Princess Jasmine, but will that mean becoming something he's not? And can he elude the dangers that look around every corner? Boom. Uh, big names. When it originally opened, Jonathan Freeman, who was the original Jafar from the film, played Jafar from the 2011 original production in Seattle all the way through 2022. So he was there for over a decade. So cool. Um, and Crazy. then right now, Michael James Scott, he's the current genie, and he originated the minstrel in Something Rotten. Uh, five seconds. Mm. Um, a fun fact, 8,644 Swarovski crystals are in a single costume in the finale of Friend Like Me. Boom. Oh my gosh, you did it. <laughs> did it. Okay. So stressed. <laughs> <laughs> and for those listening, our previous guest, uh, Deontay L. Warren, mm. was in the Broadway production. Yeah. So. Boom, That's boom. pretty cool. You should go listen to that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Next, we have Start. Bad Cinderella, which was at the Imperial Theater. Cinderella was the original name of the West End show. Uh, when it moved to Broadway, it was named uh, renamed Bad Cinderella after one of the oh. songs in the show. Music by Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber. Lyrics by David Zippel. Um, book by Emerald Fennell. And director Lawrence Connor. Stars Lenity Gnau, uh, Coralie... Uh, Carmelo, Grace oh, McLean. I didn't know yeah, she was in right. Um, and I, if I ever butcher a name, I'm sorry. Loosely adapted from the classic story of the same name, plot changes include recast gender relationships and thematic exploration of beauty shaming. Cinderella changes her appearance to secure love, but discovers it's, it is better to be true to oneself. Again, it's kind of the rethink your own happily ever after idea, kind of like uh, Anne Juliet is. It opened March 23rd, 2023, and as of yesterday, closed on Broadway in June 24th or June 4th, 2023. Um, and a fun fact, oh, I only have two seconds. Sorry, over. Uh, but the fun fact is Andrew Lloyd Webber has had a show, a single show on Broadway every year since 1979. Wow. So the closing of, the closing of Bad Cinderella ends that era for him. Oh. Right? That's insane. I mean, yeah. yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, uh, next. A Beautiful Noise in... Go. Uh, a Beautiful Noise is running at the Broadhurst Theater. Music by Neil Diamond, lyrics by various artists, and book by Anthony McCartan. It's directed by Michael Mayer. Um, nice. And uh, just, I mean, it's it's a bio musical, so the, <laughs> the plot is his life. Um, <laughs> what it says is, how did a poor Jewish kid from Brooklyn become one of the most universally adored showmen of all time? There's only one way to tell it. A musical set to his era-defining smash hits that entranced the world. Big names. <laughs> uh, currently, well, current, because original, because it just opened. Or is it previous? Yep. Just open. I don't know. It's <laughs> running. Uh, Will Swenson, Mark Jacoby, Robin Herter, and other big names. But those are mm. uh, some of the three top build. Um, the tidbit is that it's, it's had mixed reviews. Um, the New York Times called it all of th- these three things. They called it ambitious. They called it timid and heavy-handed. Mm. And they talked about somehow it was all of those things at the same time. Um, yeah, other critics say, have that's... said it's going to be a box office head. They've called it Victoria. Mm. So reviews are pretty mixed on this one. Um, so time will tell. Boom. Boom. That is the time, and it told. It told. <laughs> uh, next, we have The Book of Mormon, uh. Uh, which is in the Eugene O'Neill Theater. Uh, music, lyrics, and book by Trey Parker, Matt Stone, and Robert Lopez. Director, uh, it was co-directed with um, Trey Parker and Casey Nicola, who also did the choreography. Stars of the original, anyways. Again, so many names. Uh, Josh Gad, Andrew Reynolds. Nikki M. James, Ben Platt, which was surprising. Oh, I yeah. didn't realize he Forgot played he did Cunningham. <clears throat> Gavin Creel, so many others. If you're interested, go look. Uh, the story follows two Mormon missionaries, Elder Price and Cunningham, on their journey to spread the good news to Uganda. Little is known ahead other than Price's strong faith, determined to spread the word, and Cunningham having a knack for cross- crossing sci-fi films with the text. <laughs> Bring stitches because you will hurt yourself <laughs> laughing. That's my own two-bit. Uh, it opened in March 24th, uh, March 24th, 2011. Uh, still currently running. I have eight seconds left. 
Uh, fun fact, the writers are the original writers of South Park. So if you're a fan of that Boom. cartoon, you're going to love this musical. Out of time. Heck yeah. Okay. Uh, next is Camelot. It is playing at the Vivian Beaumont Theater at Lincoln Center. Uh, obviously, lyrics, book, and music. It's Lerner and Lowe. Um, Alan J. Lerner and Frederick Lowe. Uh, but there are some major revisions to the book uh, by really? Aaron Sorkin. So it's directed mm. by Bartlett Scherr. Uh, the synopsis is, it's a fresh take on the classic tale of King Arthur. Arthur founds the kingdom of Camelot and the Knights of the Round Table who fight for justice and right only to see his ideals crumble. Big names right now. Andrew Burnap, Philippa Sue, and Jordan Donica. Um, <laughs> here's a little tidbit about the changes. So Bartlett called on Aaron Sorkin to help him overhaul the book. And according to the New York Times, he, quote, adds feminism. Gwen is an equal partner in writing Arthur's treatises. Egalitarianism. The working classes are invited to the Maying celebration. Education. All the knights have to read Plato and civil society, <laughs> close quote. Also, it, again, according to the New York Times, recalculates the love triangle between the three, which is really the defining feature of the show. So yeah. this is apparently very fresh. Uh, critics are mixed. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens soon at the Tonys. Boom. Nice. You did a production too as well, right? Yes. Yes. It was yes. super fun. Um, next, we have... Chicago at the Ambassador Theater. Music, lyrics, and book by Kander, Ebb, and Fosse. Uh, director Walter Bobby. Stars. There's too many. Just go <laughs> look it up. It's been running since 1975. Well, okay, it had a brief stint of time not running. There's too many names. Go look them up. Uh, it is set in Chicago in the Jazz Age. The musical is based on the 1926 play of the same title by reporter Maureen Dallas Watkins about actual criminals and crimes on which she reported. The story is a satire on corruption in the administration of criminal justice and the concept of the celebrity criminal. Uh, it opened again in November for, on November 14th, 1996. Um, I, just, I really enjoy the musical. I only have like eight seconds left. So. Oh. <laughs> Boom. We just want eight seconds to take a breath. Let's breathe together yes. in our eight seconds. <sighs> okay, great. Eight <laughs> seconds. Is up. Uh, all right. Doll's House, playing at the Hudson uh, uh. by Heinrich Ibsen. Adapted so by good. Amy Herzog, this new adaptation. Directed by Jamie Lloyd. Um, <clears throat> obviously, Doll's House. Uh, yes. We, we want this podcast to be accessible for everybody, so we'll read synopses for everything. But the synopsis is, uh, Nora Helmer, a childlike wife and mother accustomed to an existence built around her husband, Torvald, comes to confront the truth of her marriage in Heinrich Ibsen's groundbreaking 1879 play. <laughs> Big names, Jessica Chastain. She yes. is the above title billing big draw right now. Um, and <laughs> it's got that, a Hugh cast Jackman. of great industry names, including Okirete and Aduan, who was in Hamilton, mm -hmm. um, among other things. And um, yeah, and so Tidbit, uh, it's been called a thrilling reinvention of a doll's house. Mm. It looks fascinating. And there's also a TikTok that went viral of Jessica Chastain. Um, the, uh, spoiler alert, at the end, she walks out of a big door. That's a whole thing, imagery. But yeah. the door in the show is the back door of the theater. So the garage door opens up. She walks through onto the alleyway. They have to block off the alleyway so passersby don't walk through and she exits. And it's gorgeous and yep. amazing. Go look at the TikTok. Anyway. Really cool. Moving I, on. I want to see that production. <clears throat> we have next Fat Ham, which is at American Airlines Theater. Playwright James, uh, I don't, I don't want to butcher the last name, spelled I James. Um, I think it may be it James. Uh, stars uh, Marcel Spears, Billy Eugene Jones, Nikki Crawford. There's only seven uh, actors in the show, but it is a it's about Juicy, a young queer black man, is confronted by the ghost of his father during a barbecue, who demands that Juicy avenge his murder. Juicy, already familiar with Hamlet's plight, tries to break the cycles of trauma and violence. Mm -hmm. Basically, it's a an interesting retelling of Hamlet. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, it opened April twelfth, twenty twenty three. There's not a lot known about it. So unfortunately, that's all I have. And I have 19 seconds to keep talking <laughs> about it. However, um, based off some posters and imagery that I saw, it looks really, really fascinating There's to look at. There's some TikToks floating around from this as mm -hmm. well. I think from yep. the, the productions, it's uh, I page, think so, yeah. it looks hilarious. Which, honestly, since I have some seconds, that's such smart marketing, mm. but also it's like giving away designs. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, I think it's <laughs> That's brilliant. a different story. Never mind. I do. I think it's good too. Yeah, yeah. Next. All right. Funny Girl, August Wilson yeah. Theater, music by Julia Stein, special material by Margaret Stein, lyrics by Bob Merrill, book by Isabel Leonard, and revised book by Harvey Firestein. Mm. Uh, directed also by Michael, uh, Michael Mayer. Wait, who did he do? <laughs> yes. Uh, also directed by Michael Mayer, who directed Beautiful Noise. Um, synopsis, this bittersweet comedy is the story of the indomitable family Bryce, a girl from the Lower East Side who dreamed of life on the stage. Everyone told her she'd never be a star, but then something funny happened. She became one of the most beloved performers in history, shining brighter than the brightest lights of Broadway. Big names! Leah Michelle, Romain Karimlu, Jared Grimes, Tova Felcha, and Julie Banco, who plays Fanny every Thursday. Um, yes. 
A tidbit. Okay, so Phoebe <laughs> <laughs> Feldstein opened the revival as Fanny Bryce, and yes. there was lots of drama over oh, yes. the surprise replacement of Beanie with Leah Michelle. Moreover, Beanie is not in the new cast recording, which is nope. tea. Um, yes. There's so much information about this, and articles, and, and drama, and like all sorts of crazy stuff. But that's the big tidbit: is looking into mm-hmm. the Beanie Leah Beanie Gate. I don't know what people are calling Who it, knows? but that's that. <laughs> anyway, there we go. <laughs> Nice. Okay, next we have Goodnight Oscar at the Blasco Theater. Uh, the playwright is Doug Wright, uh, stars Sean Hayes, that's all you need to know, uh, Emily Burgle, and Peter Grosk. Uh, he's one of the two Sonic guys, which is the <laughs> cool tidbit. Uh, if you know the Sonic commercials with the two guys who are crazy in the no car, way. he's one of them. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh, the, show, the show follows a 1958 episode of The Tonight Show where host Jack Parr has a guest comedian has yeah has a guest comedian Oscar Levent who was a classically trained pianist conductor composer uh comedian actor uh, just very prominent in that age, uh, uh, year it opened April 24th 2023 and it will be closing August 27th uh. 2023 you hate to see him go but other shows have to come as well oh man which while i have a couple seconds we're actually going to displace um Shows that are coming in the either oh, yeah. by the end of this year or into next year. So yeah, yeah, yeah. look forward to that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, I two seconds. Uh, yes. Sidebar. Um, we have I, eight seconds. Yeah, we have eight seconds. Ah. Um, posterity. I was like, why do I know the name Doug Wright? He wrote Posterity, yeah. which the National Repertory Theater did a few years ago. It was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He also did the yes. book for the Little Mermaid musical, um, War Paint book, and yeah. Anyway, love it. Um. Okay. Next is. Gray House at the Lyceum <laughs> yes, Theater. I'm fascinated by Me this one. Me too. Written by oh Levi Holloway, directed by Joe Mantello, legend. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the synopsis. When a couple crashes their car in the mountains, they seek shelter in an isolated cabin. Its inhabitants, though somewhat unusual, are eager to make their guests feel right at home. But as the blizzard outside rages on and one, turn- one night turns into several, the couple becomes less and less sure of what's true about their hosts, themselves, and why that sound in the wall keeps getting louder. Big oh. names: Laurie Metcalf, my yes. my all-time <laughs> queen favorite. Uh, uh-huh. Sophia Ann Caruso, Millicent Simmons, Paul Sparks, mm-hmm. and Tatiana Maslami. So, mm. oh, lots of interesting things going on here. The website mm-hmm. alone is fascinating oh, yes. and cool. So, tidbit: um, Well, one is that critics uh, are very mixed to negative about this. There are some interesting things. Some people love it. Some people hate it. It's interesting. Uh, the the response has been tidbit. Scenic designer Scott Pask, three-time Tony mm. Award winner, has scenic yes. designs for two other shows that are currently running on Broadway, Shocked and Some Like It Hot. That's the end. Wow. Nice. I love it. Uh, next, a fan favorite, Hades Town, which is at Walter Kerr, Walter Kerr Theater. Excuse me. Music, lyrics, and book by Anise Mitchell, I think is how you say it, um, and directed by Rachel Chafkin. Uh, stars Andre De Shields, uh, Rivi Carney, Eva Noblezada, Patrick Page, so many others. Go look it up. It's just a wonderful show. Um, it tells a version of the ancient Greek myth of Orpheus and Eurydice. Eurydice, a young girl looking for something to eat, goes to work in a hellish industrial version of the Greek underworld to escape poverty and the cold. And her poor sing- singer-songwriter lover, Orpheus, comes to attempt to rescue her. It opened April 17th, 2019. But while I have 18 seconds, this show has been on a journey. If you look up any information about this, it started out as a small show. It started out in workshops. Then they were afraid it was going to fail. So they made it into a concept album. And then it became bigger off Broadway. And then it came to Broadway. Now it's on tour. The tour is different than the actual show. I'm out of time. (laughs) Um, But it's just a beautiful show. I've seen it once mm. on tour hot take but, is that know. i prefer the new york theater workshop album to the broadway that's a hot take okay. but anyway. that's a good hot take <laughs> um okay hamilton the other big mm, h show. the other big h um <laughs> uh, <it's> re- <laughs> restart <laughs> okay i started my time over so it's hamilton uh it's playing at the richard rogers theater guess who wrote the music lyrics and book a guy named what? uh miranda something miranda. yeah Lin-Manuel Miranda, crazy yeah uh, it was oh. based on the bio book alexander hamilton by ron chernow uh, directed mm-hmm. by thomas kale so in case mm-hmm. you don't somehow don't know what hamilton is uh yes. it tells the story of alexander hamilton um uh who's uh, uh, this is this is the synopsis from bastard to orphan to 
No, mm. this is the synopsis. From bastard orphan to Washington's right-hand man, rebel to war hero, loving husband caught in the country's first sex scandal, to treasury mm. head who makes an, who made an untrusting world believe in the American economy, Hamilton's exploration of a pitiful mastermind, blah, 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 and there's other stuff too. Uh, big names. I mean, everyone. <laughs> yes, everyone. everyone. <laughs> it catapulted so many people's careers. It, it further established careers that were already happening, and mm-hmm. it's just done everything everywhere all the time. Um, tidbit is that Guns and Ships contains the fastest spoken words in Broadway musical history at 6.3 words per second. That's crazy. crazy. And you did that in a minute. So come on now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, that might be the new record, everybody. Right. This isn't a hot take, but this is sort of like a self shame. It wasn't until last year that I, (laughs) it wasn't until last year that I saw (laughs) Hamilton. So I just took a sip right when you said that. And I, it took everything I had not to spill coffee all over my computer. So sorry. Oh my gosh. It was hilarious. But I love the show. Yeah. Um, all right. Next we have some tea. It's Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, which is at the Lyric Theater. Playwright by as uh, Jack Thorne and director John Tiffany stars um, many many of the stars in this production particularly are actually Broadway debuts so not huge names but uh, just a couple to name is uh, Steve Haggard and Ginny Jules uh, the story is set 19 years after the events of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows it follows Harry Potter now head of Department of Magical Law Enforcement at the Ministry of Magic. And his son, Albus Severus Potter, who is about to attend his first year at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, Rowling has referred to the play as the eighth Harry Potter story. Hmm. Um, it opened October 17th, 2017. However, the new version opened November 12th, 2021. So for the, I have 10 seconds to say this. The first version was in two parts where you had an afternoon show and an evening show, or you could see it one night and see it the next night. If you wanted to, now it's all a three three and a half hour show that you has like a twenty minute intermission. Hmm. It's crazy. Wow. Okay. Um. Next is Kimberly Akimbo at the Booth oh Theater, my gosh. which I, I want to see, see so bad. I know it's not bad. Uh, so book and lyrics by David Lindsay Bear, music by Janine mm-hmm. Tesori, uh, also the team who brought Shrek to you. Um, yep. Director Jessica Stone. Synopsis: Kim is a bright and funny Jersey teen who happens to look like a seventy two year old lady, and yet her <laughs> aging condition may be the least of her problems. Forced to maneuver family secrets, borderline personalities, and possible felony charges, Kim is determined to find happiness in a world where not even time is on her side, based on the play of the same name. Big names. Victoria Clark, who mm-hmm. is queen, and yes. Stephen Boyer, who originated <laughs> Jason Tyrone in Hand to God. Um, it's uh, tidbits, two tidbits. Uh, one is that it's based on the play also by David Lindsay Bear, which I knew it was based on a play, and I knew that David mm-hmm. Lindsay Bear wrote Kimberly Kimbo, but for some stupid reason, my brain did not connect those two Didn't very linked yep. facts. So, interesting. (laughs) Um, Also, they ice skate on stage, which is fascinating and fun. And also, I've listened to this cast album so many times. It gives me so much joy, despite its Mm -hmm. really difficult subject matter. Uh, It looks like a brilliant uh, production, and I really want to see it. And that's my time. Amazing. I saw a TikTok about the ice skating the other day. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? It looks so cool. It's amazing. And the technology, like, it's not brand new technology, but it's brand new on stage for me. Really cool. And I'm like, what? Okay, next we have, I may butcher this name, but I think it's Leopold Stamm. Leopold Stamm. Leopold Stamm. Yeah. Uh, Longacre Theater. It is The playwright is Sir Tom Stoppard and director Patrick Marber. Stars uh, David Krumholtz, which is Bernard from the Santa Claus series, if you recognize that. Um, uh, Casey Levy and tons more. There's a 30, he's 36 or 38 actors in this play. Wow. It's insane. That's a big um, budget. Pl- exactly, <laughs> right? The play is set among the wealthy Jewish community in Vienna in the first half of the 20th century and follows the lives of a prosperous Jewish family who had fled. There are five acts. Each act is a different year in time. Hmm. Over the entire show, you span 50 years. Hmm. And because of the 38 uh, actors, not every single one is in each act. So imagine to be like, okay, I'm here for the first act and I'm done. Huh. Time. Oh. It is is looks fascinating. The set design and the costume design, Easton, is oh, I've heard nothing but so great period. Things. I know. <laughs> oh, oh, I want to see everything. I know. Oh, it opened in October in 2022. Oh, okay, okay. Life of Pi at the Schoenfeld, uh, written oh. by Lolita Chakrabarty, uh, who wrote the play, and then it's based on the novel by Jan Martel, uh, directed by Max Webster. Synopsis: mm-hmm. After a cargo ship sinks in the middle of the vast Pacific Ocean, a 16-year-old boy named Pi is stranded on a lifeboat with four other survivors, a hyena, a zebra, an orangutan, and a 450-pound royal Bengal tiger. Time is against them. Nature is harsh. 
who will survive. Um, it was originated in the West End, so not mm-hmm. many recognizable names to us in the U.S. Um, yep. You might know some of them, and I encourage you to go check out um, the list, yes. but there's there's no inherent star quality uh, per se right now Correct. that they're using for ticket sales. The show features an inc- just incredible usage of puppetry, projections, and other theatrical conventions that have garnered this production um, just glorious, and it's received rave reviews. People say that this is a reminder of what the power of theater can be, and it yes. just looks to be a beautiful, beautiful uh, way to tell the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's my time. When I tell you every video I see of this production of any kind, whether it's publicity, whether it's a sta- like stage video, I'm enthralled. Mm. Um, when I first heard of Warhorse and the puppetry used in it, that I was like, "This is fascinating." Yeah. And now to see what they're doing with Life of Pi, yeah, crazy. Take my brain. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> uh, okay. Next we have the Lion King at Minsk. Minsk. What's that? What? Mm-hmm. Never uh, heard of well, that. The synopsis, <laughs> right. Uh, the music is by Elton John, Lebo, Lebo M, Mark Mancina, I think. Yeah. Uh, Jay Rifikin, Julie Taymor, and Hans Zimmer. Imagine having that many people. <laughs> uh, lyrics, Tim Rice, book by Roger Allers uh, and Irene Mickey. Yeah. Uh, director, Julie Taymor. So she also wrote music <laughs> oh, and Julie. directed. Oh, wow. Well. Uh, stars Samuel E. Wright, who was the original voice of Sebastian in Little Little Mermaid movie. Yeah. I didn't realize that, but he uh, is Mufasa in the production. Huh. Or was. He may still be. I'm not sure. Uh, Heather Headley and many others. The show has been running a very long time. <laughs> um, and it's basically Hammett with lions. If you don't know the story, go look it up. Come on. <laughs> like, seriously, though, you don't know it. Uh, and it opened November 13th, 1997. So I'm older than wow. it, but it is still old. And that's my wow. time. <laughs> okay, boom. MJ, running at the Neil Simon. Uh, music and lyrics by various artists, you know, because Michael Jackson. Uh, yep. Book by Lynn Nonage. It was directed by Christopher Wielden, who also choreographed mm-hmm. the show. Um, mm-hmm. Synopsis. Uh, it's a biomusical. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's yeah. one of the greatest entertainers of all time. Now Michael Jackson's unique and unparalleled artistry has finally arrived on Broadway in a brand new musical. It's centered mm-hmm. around the making of his 1992 Dangerous World Tour. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, it's a look at the creative mind and collaborative spirit that catapulted Jackson into legendary status. Uh, mm-hmm. Big names. So... There's been lots of people to come and go, but I wanted to focus on uh, a current cast member. Uh, currently, MJ is played by Elijah Johnson. Um, nice. But yeah, he's the current MJ, but he was also a Kids Bop kid, and also he was the lead singer for Mindless Behavior. Do you remember that oh band? Gosh. when we were Yeah, kids? I do. Yeah. yeah. So, interesting. That's, That's crazy. Cool. <laughs> um, and then here's a fun little tidbit, is that both mm. Elijah, who's the current MJ, and mm-hmm. Walter Russell III, who currently plays the Little Marlin on Broadway, they both played mm-hmm. young Simba on national tours of The Lion King when That's Elijah cool. was a kid and for yeah. uh, Walter like two seconds ago. But yeah, um, yeah and there's my times. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. All right, next we have Moulin Rouge at Al Hirschfeld Theater. The music and lyrics, this is something fascinating. Music and lyrics is listed various. Mm. And there's just a couple 12, on this list. that I, Exactly, yeah. Uh, but book was by John Logan, director Alex Timbers. Stars, I mean, you got Aaron Tivitt, I think. I don't know how to say it. Oh, Aaron Tivitt. Yeah, yeah, Aaron yeah. Tivitt, yes. Uh, Eric Anderson, uh, uh, Joanna, Jojo, uh, Levescue, Karen Olivo, and others. So many people. Um, it's a story about Christian, a young composer, falls in love with a cabaret actress, Satine who is the star of the Moulin Rouge. Uh, similar to the film, the music score weaves together original songs with popular music, including songs that have been written in the 17 years since the film's premiere. I don't know about you, Easton, but I grew up on the film, and I love both. I, I love both versions. I've seen the musical in West End, super, super um, enthralled with the atmosphere, and it opened July 25th, 2019. That's mm. enough out of you. Go away. <laughs> Uh, I've never seen the movie or the show. I saw, I, I've that, never seen okay. anything. I've just seen clips okay. of both. Um, okay, next. New York, New York, playing at the St. James mm-hmm. Theater. Uh, music and lyrics, uh, Kander and Ebb, uh, John Kander, yes. Fred Ebb. Uh, there are additional lyrics by Lin-Manuel uh, Miranda. Really? Yeah, and the book is by David Thompson and Sharon Washington. It was based mm. on the 1977 film New York, New York by Earl Mac Rauch and Vardik mm. Martin, directed mm. and choreographed by the legendary Susan Stroman. Yes. Um, here's a synopsis. It's 1946. The war is over, and a resurgent mm-hmm. New York is beginning to rebuild. As steam, 
As steel beams swing overhead, a collection of artists has big dreams and big as, as big and diverse as the city itself. But do these singers, dancers, musicians, and makers have what it takes to survive this place, let alone to succeed? If they can make it there, they can make it anywhere. Big names right now. Colton Ryan, Anna Ozele, Emily Skinner, and Clyde Alves, who is married to Robin Herder, who is currently in A Beautiful Noise, which I thought hmm. was fun. I hope they yes. get to see each other sometimes. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> and, uh, oh, I have five seconds. Here's my tidbit. Uh, there were no out-of-town tryouts for the show. It made its world premiere at the St. James Theater on March 24th, the date of the first preview. Crazy. That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that. Do you love enjoying a nice, warm mug of your favorite tea or coffee? Then you're going to love Carver Trading Company. They are proud to be veteran-owned family business that selects the finest green coffee directly from several growing regions around the world for a fresh farm-to-cup experience. They source coffee in a socially responsible and environmentally sustainable way that benefits the areas where the coffee is grown. From light roast to dark, including blends like Colombian, Donut Store, and a Costa Rica selection, they also provide decaf and a wide variety of tea blends that pair perfectly with any rainy day or cozy evening with a good book. Not only are their products delicious, but they are wonderful people too. Definitely fit the good beans category in our books. So check out the link in our show notes for a 10% off discount today. All right, next is a little bit of a hot topic right now. Oh, We have Once Upon a One More Time uh. at the Marquise Theater. Music by Britney Spears. Lyrics, various. Book, John Hartmere. Director is... Uh, Cohen and Mary Madrid, or Madrid. There you go. Yeah. Uh, stars Jennifer Simard, Adam Godley, Lauren Zakir, or <sighs> Zacharin, and Justin Girani. I love I Jennifer Simard so much. I know, right? Um, when our storybook heroines gather for a book club, they always discuss the same book, Grimm's Fairy Tales. Because as far as they know, it's the only book that's ever been written. That's until a rogue fairy godmother drops the feminine mystique into their corset laps. From now on, happily ever after will never be the same. Once upon a one more time, weaves the chart-topping hips of the undisputed princess of pop, Britney hmm. Spears, into the brand new kind of fairy tale. It opens June twenty second, twenty twenty three. Yeah, interesting. It is interesting. I am going to sit here and say yes, yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> that from the website, it looks like it's going to be or is trying to be the next six. Mm, okay, in a way. Um. But without original music and history, yeah, <laughs> obviously. Um, but it looks it looks interesting. I'll say yeah. that. So we'll see how it does. And I I know this is over time, but like I, it also sounds like um, it's doing something similar that Anne Juliet is doing, which is making a jukebox musical, mm-hmm. uh, but putting it on a pre-existing story with a twist. Yes, and it's uh, I wonder much. if that's sort of like the direction that we're moving with these. Jukebox musicals. I don't know. I don't we're, know. We're in a very transitional phase with Broadway, yeah. which we, you and I have talked about several times yeah. just on personal conversation, but that's a different episode. Never mind. Anyway. Anyway, uh, Parade. Parade is <laughs> yes, playing at the Bernard B. Jacobs Theater. Music and lyrics by Jason Robert Brown, book by Alfred Urey, based on historical events in Atlanta from 1913 to 1915. This mm. production was directed by Michael Arden. Love Michael Arden. Yes. Um, synopsis is... Uh, it's Marietta, Georgia, 1913. 13-year-old Mary Fagan is found dead in the basement of a pencil factory, and Leo Frank, the Jewish superintendent of the factory, is wrongfully mm. accused of committing the crime. Um, this is a... It's a very epic show. Um, mm. Yeah, there's, there's lots to say about it. Uh, big names right now, Ben Platt, Michaela Diamond, Paul Alexander Nolan, and Jay Armstrong Johnson. I got to see Jay, Ar- Jay Armstrong Johnson in um, uh, the off-Broadway show at uh, Second Theater. Um, it's... A, or, at second stage, uh, it was um, To My Girls. He was great in that play. Um, oh, wow. Anyway, uh, here's a spoiler. Um, it's a tidbit, but this is a spoiler. You probably know this if, you, if you've seen, if you've been on the internet lately, but for those who might not, um, Platt, whose character ends the first act convicted of murder and confined to a jail cell, spends the show's intermission on the stage throughout, which is really fascinating. There's been lots of like cool tidbits about it and interviews about it. Um, it's fascinating. The, the music, anyways... Uh, the open design that I've seen of that show looks really, really cool yeah. as well. Yeah. Like, uh, so, anyways, next we have Peter Pan Goes Wrong at the Ethel Barrymore Theater. Playwright Henry, Henry Lewis, Jonathan Sayer, and Henry Shields. Director Adam Medeo, I believe is how you say it. 
Um, stars, again, it's kind of Westin stars. Or, yeah, Westin stars that we're not going to be familiar with. But the one that we have right now is Neil Patrick Harris made a short stint as the narrator. Um, then you got Henry Shields and others from the original cast. Even throughout tours and different locations, it's been a lot of the, some, the original cast members, which is interesting. It makes me wonder if it's part of the logistics, if it's part of the training. I don't know. <clears throat> but the fictitious Cornley Polytechnic Drama Society attempts to stage a production of the 1904 J.M. Barry play Peter and Wendy, which is repeatedly ruined by amateurish and personal rivalries of the cast and crew. It opened originally on December 10th, 2013, and has been running in various places. It's actually in New York right now, but it will, um, it has a short run, so it's not going to be there for long. Oh, R.I.P. I know, it's R.I.P. The fun fact is there is a filmed version, which you can get pretty much the entire show uh, through that. There's a, a b so with it being filmed, there's a couple of like side locations where it's clear that they're not in a theater. Mm. But it makes it makes the film work. Yeah. So it's really, really funny. I've one, seen that. One thing I have to say in addition to this is uh, yes. the play that goes wrong. Same production company. Mm -hmm. It's Mischief Screen, which is a British theater company. Um, and it's all the people who are in the show, uh, created the show. And mm -hmm. it's all the people who were also created and, and responsible for the play that goes wrong. And also there's yep. a TV show called The Goes Wrong Show. And every yep. episode is essentially a mini version of one of their shows, which is just yep. hilarious and phenomenal. And watch that show. Yeah, talk about job security. Oh my gosh, yes. And <laughs> they created their own job security. It's great. <laughs> yes. Um, ah, okay, next. Uh, Prima Facey. Mm. I was trying to find out how to pronounce this. Uh, it looks like it, it's P-R-I-M-A-F-A-C-I-E. Mm. I thought it was cool. pronounced differently, but the writer has gone on an interview saying Prima Facey. So that is the correct mm. pronunciation. Prima it's Facey. Cool. at the John Golden Theater, written by mm. Susie Miller, directed by Justin Martin. Synopsis. Yes. Tessa is a thoroughbred, a young, brilliant barrister. She has worked her way up from working class Oregon, excuse me, origins to be at the top of her game, prosecuting, cross-examining, and winning. An unexpected event forces her to confront the lines where the patriarchal power of the law, burden of proof, and morals diverge. Mm. Uh, it is a one-woman show. It is, uh, right now, it's, it's Jodie Comer, who's made her mm. Broadway debut in the show. Um, here's a little tidbit. So, according to an article from The Guardian, written on May 15th of this year, 2023, there will be a movie adaptation of Prima Facey starring Cynthia Erivo as Tess. So hmm. that's fascinating is that it, like it, yeah. it's a new one woman show and boom, just like that, it's now it's already gotten picked up for a movie with a big heavy hitter, which is awesome. Wow. That's awesome. That's Prima Facey. <laughs> All right. Next we have Shucked at the Nederlander Theater. Uh, music and lyrics by Brandy Clark and Shane McAllany. Uh, book by Robert Horn, director Jack O'Brien. Stars Andrew, Andrew Durand, Kevin Cahoon, and Alex Newell, which need we say more. They are amazing. Um, Maisie and Bo, two residents of the rural Midwestern community of Cobb County, are forced to postpone their wedding when the corn crop is blighted. Uh, Maisie is on the advance for her cousin Lulu, the local whiskey distiller, um, leaves town to try and find a way to save their corn. Maisie travels to Tampa, Florida, where she meets Gordy Jackson, a con man who claims he can help, but secretly thinks Cobby County, or Cobb County, Cobby <laughs> County. Might, <laughs> might have riches that he can take to settle his debts. When the two return, Gordy comes into conflict with both Bo and Lulu, although Lulu eventually falls for him. It opened April 4th, 2023, and if independently owned is not on repeat in your head, you're oh wrong. Oh my gosh. So good, so good. Also, it's brilliant so marketing for that show. Brilliant right. marketing. Oh my uh, gosh. Okay. Um, next show uh, is the revival of The Sign in Sydney Brewstein's Window um, mm. by Lorraine Hansberry. It's playing in the James Earl Jones Theater, directed so by good. Anne Kaufman. Uh, in case you don't know, the synopsis is, set in 1960s Greenwich Village, Hansberry paints a portrait of the couple's marriage and their progressive circle of friends whose ideals do not always match reality. Will those mm. ideals, which Sydney clings to, cost the couple their marriage? Um, right now, big names, Oscar Isaac and Rachel Brosnan. Um, huge, huge. Yep. Uh, huge. Um, nah. <laughs> the tidbit is that this is a limited engagement show. It opened in late April. Ow. It's only playing for 80 performances. It's closing on July 2nd. So time is running out. My. I, for one, am interested to see Oscar Isaac on stage. Um, I really loved him in Moon Knight. Um, mm -hmm. And also, I've never seen or read this show. 
uh, from mm. Hansbury. So I, mm. this is one I would love to see, but I can't get up there before Nine. July 2nd. But Stop closing things early. Right, guess I'll have to go to the New York Theater Public Library and get an appointment to see the recording. Okay, anyway. Yes. Go. <laughs> Next, we have Six, which is the, the Lena Horn Theater. Music, lyrics, and book by Toby Marlowe and Lucy Moss. Director, Lucy Moss. Stars uh, Adrena Hicks, uh, uh, Adria Mac. Ah, I'm terrible with names. Macacassette, I believe. Abby Mueller and more. So many, so many productions, so many wonderful uh, ladies who are performing in this show. It is the modern retelling of the lives of the six wives of Henry VIII, presented in the form of pop concert. In the show, each of the wives, Catherine of Aragorn, Anne Boleyn, Jane Seymour, Anne of Cleves, and Catherine Howard, and Catherine Parr, take turns telling their stories to see who suffered the most from Henry VIII. It opened October 3rd, 2021. I have seen this production. I love it. It is just a good time. If you are one that's like, oh, it's not a musical. Well, going in with the mindset of it being like a concert musical, you're going to enjoy it. If you go in thinking it's going to be a musical, you might be a little disappointed. And that's mm -hmm. the hot take. Mm. Done. Boom. Good timing. <laughs> uh, all right. Next up, we have Some Like It Hot playing in the Schubert. Mm. Um, Please tell. Lots to say. So, <laughs> yes. music by Mark Shaman, lyrics by Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman. The book by mm. Matthew Lopez and Amber Ruffin, which is mm. interesting. Um, it's based on the 1959 film Some Like It Hot, starring Marilyn yes. Monroe, which was yes. by Billy Wilder, I.A.L. Diamond, Robert Thurin, Michael Logan, and also based on the 1935 French comedy film Fanfare of Love by Max Barnum, Michael Logan, Pierre Pever, Rene Puyol, and Robert Thurin. Uh, Playbill also credits Christian Borrell and Joe Farrell with additional material, which is interesting. Really? I'd like to know what that material was. My guess yes. is some improvisations <laughs> in the workshops that wound up in the book. Probably. Um, directed by Casey Nicola, director-choreographer, um, mm. and choreographed by Casey as well, who also uh, did one of your shows and also um, one I of so. mine from earlier, um, Aladdin. There's too many, um, too many names. He does lots. Uh, synopsis. Set in Chicago when Prohibition has everyone thirsty for a little excitement, sound like it has the rollicking story of two musicians forced to flee the Windy City after witnessing a mob hit. Um, mm. gangsters on their heels, uh, on the run, hide in plain sight, dressing as, as women and the mm. whole thing. Uh, big mm. names, Christian Borrell, J. Harrison Gee, Adriana Hicks, and Natasha Yvette Williams. So tidbit, there is some, ah, shoot, uh, this is too important to skip. You got it. Um, I, there is the some, next one's short, so take my time. Okay, cool. So there's lots of controversy right now around the humor coming from men pretending to be women, uh, mm -hmm. in the same way as, as the recent musical adaptations of Tootsie and Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, yep. The creative team has addressed this, saying it was mm. highly intentional and carefully crafted. There's there's two sides to this argument of of um, the visibility of men dressing as women for humor uh, and yep. what that implies about um, uh, the LGBTQ plus community. And there's mm. lots of uh, arguments around this right now and debate is ongoing. So look into that. Um, I, there's so much to say, but uh just know that that's that's a conversation that's going on that's really important for for hmm. the state of theater right now and as we continue to move forward um being aware of the the kinds of humor that we're uh, putting out there and who's the butt of what joke and what does that imply about w whatever the subject is anyway lots to say about Absolutely. it but yeah boom that's particularly a hot topic right now yeah and needs to be discussed yes join more. the conversation <clears throat> yes next uh this one will be short i don't need a minute but this is summer 1976 it is in the samuel j Friedman. Yeah, Friedman Theater. Uh, the playwright is David Auburn. Director Daniel Sullivan. Stars Laura Linney and Jessica Hecht. It is 1976, the American Bicentennial. Diane, an artist and single mother, and Alice, a free-spirited and naive young housewife, forge an unlikely friendship one night in Ohio. It opened April 25th, <laughs> 2023. That's it. Really? Like, it looks it looks interesting in concept, but not a lot is talked about it. Interesting. So, Have you, did you like, see anything about critics or reviews? Nope. Huh. No, nothing about critics or reviews. So it's like nobody's talking about it, but somehow it has two great big hitters. So do, do you know if they had any Tony nominations? So their Tony nomination was best performance by an actress in a leading role in a play for Jessica Hecht. Nice for 2023 Tony Awards. So cool. So uh, next is Sweeney Todd at the Lundfontein Theater. Lyrics and book by music, uh, excuse me, lyrics and music by Stephen Sondheim and book by Hugh Wheeler. Directed mm. by Thomas Cahill, who also mm. directed Hamilton. Um, synopsis: uh, Sweeney Todd, the Demon Barber of Fleet Street, a deliciously <laughs> thrilling story of revenge and re retribution. Um, Fifteen years in exile, uh, Sweeney arrives back in the dark and gritty London, hungry for vengeance against the judge who destroyed his life. Blah 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 blah. Um, big yep. names. <laughs> Big names. Yes. Josh Groban, Annalie Ashford, Jordan Fisher, and Gaden Moderato. Um, here's a tidbit. It's a horribly sad tidbit. 
Um, the production began a workshop three days after Sondheim's death. He had been mm. planning to attend the workshop's final day. Uh, the production had a budget of $14 million with a cast of 26 and an orchestra of 27, um, which are great numbers. Uh, yes. I was talking to my friend last night who saw the show a few weeks ago, or I think last week, week before. Mm. Um, she loved it. She thought it was really inventive. They did some really creative things with it, staging-wise and convention-wise. Um, but this is something, I think, to be seen um, for just the, the, the reinvention itself and just the reimagining yeah. that they've been doing, which is cool. Nice. I like it. That's sad they didn't get to see. I hate when that happens. Yeah. Um, okay, my last one. I think you yes. have one after me. Yeah. Yes, you do. Uh, next, we have the Thanksgiving play, which is yes. at the Helen Hayes Theater. Playwright Larissa Fasthorse and director Rachel Chafkin, who we mentioned earlier, um, stars Darcy Carden, <gasps> Kaden, uh, Kate, Finneran, Kate Finneran, Scott Foley, Chris Sullivan, many, many others. Uh, well, not many others. There's just four, and then there's four children in the show as well. When a troupe of really, really well-meaning theater artists attempt to put a culturally sensitive Thanksgiving school pageant, things get messy. Hilarious and poignant, this delicious play skewers everything right, wrong, and woke in America. Yeah. It opened April 20th, 2023. A lot of new shows on Broadway right now, which is, is good yeah. to see, but... Um, Many fans are going to say, but uh, cl our classics are going away. That's okay. They they can. And they're also being reimagined. And <laughs> exactly. And... Like, they're not gone. They're in other countries. Also, is that, that's Calm second down. stage, isn't it? Yes. I okay. So. I love second stage. It's it's hard to see what owns what when yeah. it's just theater. But yes, I believe it is. Yeah. That's it. Okay. Last. Last mm. one. And what a one to close on. Not, I know, right? Wicked! All right. So, uh, it's playing at the Gershwin Theater, as it yes. has been for 12,000 years. Uh, music and lyrics by Stephen Schwartz, book by Winnie Holman. Basis is the book Wicked, The Life and Times of the Wicked Witch of the West by Gregory Maguire. Directed mm -hmm. by Joe Mantello. <laughs> um, synopsis, if you need to know, uh, long before Dorothy arrives in Oz, there's a young woman born with emerald green skin. Smart, fiery, misunderstood, and possessing extraordinary talent. When she meets a bubbly blonde who's exceptionally popular, their initial mm -hmm. rivalry turns into the unlikeliest of friendships until the world decides to call one good and the other one wicked. Yeah. Uh, Current big name is John Dossett, who is playing yep. um, Oz right now, which is cool. Um, or the the wizard. Yes. Um, Spoiler. So here's a yeah. Um, here's a current tidbit because everyone knows everything about it. I I wanted to do a tidbit about the current cast, what's happening right yes. now. So the current Alphaba, Alyssa Fox. There's my time. Oh well. Uh, and Glinda <laughs> Mackenzie Kurtz were Elsa and Anna, respectively, in Frozen on Broadway. I did hear Alyssa this. Alyssa was a standby for Elsa in the original cast, and Mackenzie was an Anna replacement who arrived on February 19th, 2020, and closed the show as Anna, which is so cool that an Elsa really and Anna cool. got to go on to be Alpha and Glinda. I don't right? think they ever got the chance to, to play opposite each other uh, in Frozen, not, but, but, but what a cool little thing. Right? That's great. That's sisters, fun. Sisters and then sisters by Sisters! 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 <laughs> okay. Um, last little tidbit. That's all of the shows that are currently running. The empty theaters on Broadway right now are the Imperial Theater, the Majestic Theater, the Music Box Theater, and the Palace Theater. Yes. Uh, either for recent show closures or renovations yeah. is the reason they're closed. Man, when is, when is the Palace going to reopen? I have no idea. They, they ran into a lot of issues with COVID when I was looking up why uh, they were closed. Uh, stock, uh, uh, supply chain issues just yeah. being... Well, they were trying to lift everything. the whole theater up mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in the sky. Well, <laughs> I, I read that that was done in 2022. Like, really? they were finished with that process. Mm. But they're not done with the entire thing. Ugh, rude. So, I know. Um, And then, what to look forward to. This mm. is actually really fascinating to look at. Uh, Where'd it go? Too many things. Okay, so... Er... Some of these are to be announced. Some of these dates could move, so don't hold us to this. This is just on the internet, which doesn't lie ever. Come on now. <laughs> um, there's an Enemy of People, Enemy of the People play uh, to be announced in 2024 at some point. Ooh. The Cottage, which is a play, and the Hayes Theater uh, in July of this year. Doubt, a revival of Doubt really? play at the American Airlines Theater in February 2024. Mm. Harmony, a new musical, which this actually sounds really fascinating. It is Barry Manilow music, and it tells the story of a uh, German quartet group huh. um, from the 30s, I believe. I could be wrong on that, but it looks fascinating. Go read the synopsis. Go read about it. Uh, it looks like a great show, and it has a good cast so far. Um, and then we have Home, a play, which is at American Airlines Theater 
in spring of 2024. I need that a play in fall of 23. Uh, or you have Just For Us, which is a solo at the Hudson Theater. Uh, El Mago Pop, which is a magic, magic show, apparently. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> and then we have Merrily We Roll Along, a revival at mm. the Hudson Theater yes. in October 2023. <laughs> the Mousetrap to be announced 2023. Uh, Prayer for the French Republic, a play by Samuel J. Fr- or not by. A play at Samuel J. Fried- <laughs> uh, Friedman Theater. Or Friedman. I don't know what it is. I think it's Friedman. Yeah. Uh, 2024. The Shark is Broken, which I don't. The title alone just sounds interesting. Yeah. <laughs> in August of 2023. Uh, Purely Victorious, a play to be announced yes. late summer 2023. Smash, the musical. Uh, 24 25 season. And then a revival of The Wiz to be announced to spring 2024. So that's interesting. Nice. Yeah. And there is one show in fall of 2023. It is, I'm not, I'm going to spell the first name because I don't want to butcher it, but it's J-A-J-A, apostrophe S, African hair braiding. Huh. It's a play. So that one looks interesting yeah. too. So we have that to look forward to as well as I'm sure many, many other shows. Um, it's interesting that shows depend on Tony nominations sometimes to stay alive. Hmm. Like it could have terrible reviews, but since it didn't get any nominations, they decide to close. Interesting. I I was reading an article about that with many other shows. Like Bad Cinderella falls into that yeah. category, but so many shows do that. They open, mm. they don't do well. They try to see if they get a, any kind of nomination yeah. to help b- boost their sales, and then it doesn't. Yeah, happen, so. Tonys are just so important for, yeah. for commercial success. And if you don't tis, if you don't tis, do tis. well there, you you can very it can be a death sentence. It can um, be. So. Wow, that was a lot. That I know. It that was, was fun. fun, though. I like knowing. Actually, we did that under forty-five yeah, minutes. I believe. So. I think so. <laughs> there we go. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I think we should do this right. Maybe like once a year, we do like a little yeah. thing. Maybe next time we'll try to do it after noms I think, before. I think the next awards, time, or maybe after yeah. the awards. But if you're inter- if you liked this episode and the concept of what we did, we for sure we're gonna try and do it before the Tonys next year, mm-hmm. uh, planning wise. Um, but we may even try to do like a live during the Tony. Yeah, like, what what's happening? Yeah. Uh, many plans for this kind of concept with our show. Yeah. So, um, let's talk about coffee okay, real fast. Yeah. Uh, coffee. Um, yes. I have had a few cups of this already, and it is it is yes. lovely. I really like it a lot. It is. It's an enjoyable cup. Mm-hmm. I'll say that it doesn't have like strong notes. It doesn't have strong flavor. No, but it's, it, I love I love coffees that can just be like, mm, that was good. Yeah. I don't I don't have no notes. It was smooth. It, was it wasn't very acidic. <laughs> um. Yeah. It had uh, there was a little bit of maple in there that that's in the flavor mm-hmm. profile that um yeah that I like maybe that was the sweetness I was picking yeah up. I couldn't tell I had an apple before I had it so I was like is this <laughs> what's happening I don't know what's going yeah. on <laughs> um but yeah we'll cool. we'll we'll put a link to that coffee in the um in the show notes um I yes. think there probably was just an ad for Carver Coffee as well that you heard earlier in this episode I believe um, so or something else but anyway we'll uh, and also if you <laughs> want to support the show go to buymeacoffee.com where it's also in our show notes but click on the buy me a coffee um, that just helps us. The show is not free mm-hmm. to put out there. No. Uh, we just do it for fun. So if you'd like to support yep. us and like to um, help us continue to uh, put the show out there, you can do that. Um, it's just like a small little gift of $5, which can really yeah. help us um, go a long way for like the, the hosting fees for, for having this mm-hmm. uh, podcast exist and also the recording softwares and the materials and the coffees and, and all the other things. Yep. So um, thank you so much to everyone who is already... Um, uh, donated um, to buy me a coffee and we will continue to um, say thank you as as we go on. Yeah, but. we love you guys. Thank you so much for hanging around. Uh, Easton, I've done the past several, so why don't you get us yeah, out of here? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Yeah. Raise your mug if you got your mug. Uh, if you're in the mm-hmm. car or doing dishes or ra- whatever, raise up something that you have. <laughs> um, and be good beans and drink good beans. Have a great day. Artists Blend theme music was written and produced by Christopher and Sarah Bailey of Well Wishes Productions, a Nashville-based boutique production company specializing in multimedia production, live event contracting, studio, and live vocals. Find Incognita's infamous adventures on Amazon Prime and its soundtrack on all digital platforms.